Hey, everybody, get ready for an informative episode from Parents' Rights in Education. I'm Suzanne Gallagher, and I'm looking forward to our time together. We stand and defend the fundamental rights of all parents to raise their children and firmly believe children belong to their families, not the state, not the teachers, the teachers' union, or any other bureaucrat. I invite you to visit our website, parentsrightsined.org. Sign up to receive our news alerts. Like our Facebook page. Join or form a Parents' Rights and Education affiliate chapter. Making your voice heard is always easier with others. Just grab a couple friends and you're there. We will help with training, information, branding, and contact referrals. Let's start a Facebook group for you. Submit the chapter inquiry form on our website, parentsrightsined.org. This is Suzanne Gallagher, and this is Parents' Rights Now. Our episode today comes under the umbrella of comprehensive sexuality education. It's part five, fighting the Hillsborough School District. I testified at a school board meeting last spring in, the, in Hillsborough. The school board meeting was very contentious. It was held in the high school auditorium, and it was packed, packed with parents and others who were fighting to uh, implement comprehensive sexuality education. The turnout at that meeting was impressive as parents filed in and they picked up signs that said, vote no, asking their school board members to vote no on the agenda item, which would uh, implement comprehensive sexuality education, mandatory K through 12 in the new, in the Hillsborough school district. When my turn came to testify I was shouted down by members of the audience who called me a liar because I was sharing real-life stories in the public schools in Oregon and elsewhere uh, that uh, indicated there are negative influences taking place and actual lives are being impacted by this very controversial curriculum. It turns out that the Hillsborough School District is promoting the adoption of a curriculum titled The Three R's. That is the exact curriculum that was adopted last spring in the state of Washington and is now being challenged by parents who've collected enough signatures to put it on the ballot uh, to repeal in the November election in a couple weeks. We certainly hope that the parents will prevail. So I'm reading a parent alert that was put out on Facebook. Hillsborough is a school district in Oregon. It is a suburb of the city of Portland. So I'm going to share with you what this uh, alert is talking about. It's uh, put out by parents in the district. It says, notice to all Hillsborough School District parents. Hillsborough School District's new and risky 
K-12 sex ed plan is currently slated for a vote on October 29th. It is not safe for children and should not be adopted. Well, I thought we went over this before and recommended that it not be adopted, and it was passed unanimously by the school district. But apparently they're back at it. Hillsborough School District has taught sex education for many years. This is necessary and important for our children. While Hillsborough School District already teaches contraception and Aaron's Law, Material in two weeks, a new K-12 curriculum program will be voted on that would require many concerning elements. And they go on to share these elements. Every fifth grader will be encouraged to refrain from using terms, boys and girls, and instead ask to refer to their peers as a person with a penis or a person with a vagina. That's in grade five, lesson three, rights, respect, and responsibility. Grade five lesson. Number two, puberty and reproduction. In addition, third graders are told, gender identity is how you identify and see yourself. You may identify as a girl or a boy, and if you don't feel like a boy or a girl, you might just identify as a person. Maybe none of these words feel like you today, or maybe you feel like a girl or a boy today. Take a second to think about what gender identity term feels right to you today. That's grade three. District Lesson 2, from GLSEN, G-L-S-E-N, Identity Flowers. The announcement goes on. Sixth grade teachers are told that they could have students role play, quote, Max, unquote, attempting to feel Julia's private areas. Teacher Suggestions for Max and Julia Scenario in Grade 6, Lesson 9. Also, several curriculum websites used in middle school and high school contain such explicit content that they have been blocked by the district's own internet filters. The district intends to circumvent its own internet filter to access explicit content in class, including a site advocating for teen sex. Hillsborough School District is proposing the use of curriculum, books, and websites funded by organizations known for their political agendas and activism. Our report at hsdparentscare.org details over 15 publishers connected to organizations known for their political agenda. We find that these outrageous positions far exceed Oregon state law requirements and are promoted by radical groups who seek to promote their own views on sexuality. They go well beyond the inclusive teachings we have come to expect that respect every individual's right to choose for themselves how they want to live their lives. Every student 
including LGBT, will be taught that they must continually question their orientation. Even though claiming to be science-based, the district has not been able to provide a 10-year-old or even a 5-year study that shows positive outcomes for these teachings. This is an experiment on our children. They go on to encourage parents to take urgent steps. Go to their website, hsdparentscare.org, and see their frequently asked questions, review the report, access CSE plan, see tips on emailing board and, and administrators, and join their mailing list. We encourage you to do that. We encourage you to go to the school board meeting. We encourage you to send emails. We encourage you to, you know, bombard the district with your views. But after the last school board meeting, I must admit, I don't have much hope that this will be effective. Effective in changing the uh, the direction of the school board. However, I do believe that it is effective anytime parents are learn more about what is being taught to their students. In addition, it's effective in alerting the community at large as to what's going on. Uh, people who don't have children in schools or people whose children have graduated from high school and, and um, moved on are completely floored when they see that this teaching is taking place. Anyone with common sense has to wonder, why are they pushing this? Why are they pushing this so hard? Why are they recommending that we teach first graders, kindergartners, about their gender identity? Why are we teaching older children, third grade, that they can change their sex? And why are we teaching older children that they should experiment to see who they are, really are? And if they don't know if they're bisexual or, or lesbian or gay, or if they want to change their sex, or even if they're heterosexual, that they should experiment, that they should try it out before they make a final decision. We believe that there is an agenda. And one of the first things to do in the public schools is change policy. Uh, If you can't get it out of your school entirely, you need to ask the board to change the policy from opt-out, which they usually always do offer. But if they have opt-in... If they require parents to sign on the dotted line, giving permission every year for their children to take this kind of uh, instruction, then parents will be more apt to look at what their kids are being taught. Parents want real equity in the process, and many are blindsided when they learn that their children have been taught ideologies and information they deem inappropriate. Actually, it's wrong and it's biased against these families. Pre-encourages school districts to provide an opt-in policy 
not opt out, for courses pertaining to controversial and sensitive materials, programs, and curriculum used in the health curriculum. Opt out puts parents on the defense, often even with a request on file. Students are exposed to assemblies, outside speakers, and curriculum from which their parents have requested an exemption. The default has to be opt out. Knowing their children will not be exposed to medically inaccurate, unhealthy, and age-inappropriate teaching without their knowledge or consent. Let me make that clear again. The default has to be opt-out. What opt-in does is it protects the school and the board members from unnecessary lawsuits if a student is mistakenly exposed to such curriculum. This is a win-win for both schools and parents. Check out our website. I will put the opt-in policy link on podcast notes. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. I'm Suzanne Gallagher, and this is Parents' Rights Now. Parents' Rights in Education is a tax-deductible, nonprofit organization We rely solely on your contributions. Help stop sexualization of our students in public schools. Together, we can do this. Please forward this to your friends. Do you know any parents who don't have any time to read lengthy emails? That's what the podcast is for. You have complete control over your access to this information. And you can share it. Share, share, share. Please send it to your friends and invite them to subscribe to Parents' Rights Now. Don't forget to register for the Northwest Safe Schools Summit, featuring Walt Heyer, Heidi St. John, Bernadette Broyles Esquire, and Rebecca Friedrichs. Check out events on our website. See you next time to learn more about Parents' Rights Now.